On tonight's episode of Along for the Ride, we'll hear from Coach Rob as he reflects on a tough double-header weekend with back-to-back close losses. There's no player interviews today, so I'll be asking Mark what the hell has he been up to. But as always, we'll be full of the usual nonsense, so let's get it started. Hello and welcome to Along for the Ride. As always, I am Greg, hosting alongside Mark. And Mark, what have you been up to? Well, I have to confess, um, yeah, the no player interviews. I guess that's what you're hinting at. We haven't got a player interview today. I guess that's what you're, you're hinting at, getting at me about. Am, am, I, am I correct in that assessment? Um, well, I just lost my use of my eardrums. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I'm all, I'm all confused. I've got yes, to, I've got yes. To... Why? Why is there no player interview? Um, I, I feel like now I need to kind of, kind of frame all my responses now using sign language as, as I've just ruined your eardrums. Is that would that be right? What? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm trying to sign here for people. I mean, I guess it's not good for a podcast that if I'm trying to sign it at the same time. Although the, the uh, dresses you're using, it probably is. <laughs> Right, but, but um, there we go. So, yeah. what was the original question? What, what have you been up to? Why is there no oh, player yes. interview? Yeah, no player interview. I have to say, it's all my fault. It's on me. Um, so, um, I spoke to Rob, uh, Coach Rob, earlier today, and we were chatting, and we were chatting for a few minutes before we actually hit the record button. Uh, and then we were kind of talking about a number of things, basketball related, etc. But by the time I kind of finished that, and that kind of run over a little bit um, longer than normal, usual. Uh, and by the time I'd kind of finished doing that, I'd let, um, I think I'd got in mind to mm. try and speak to Caleb. It kind of snuck out the door. Well, it not snuck out, it left. Um, so I, so I, you know, I'd not kind of said, Caleb, I want to speak to you. So it's, it's on me, really. Um, oh. It's completely my fault. A lack of attention uh, on my behalf. So that, that's why we, we, we don't have a, a player interview today. However, However. the upside is mm. the upside is that it means that uh, a future episode, we will have an interview with Caleb and that'll be great. So it's something to look forward to. Yeah, every cloud and all that. I guess <laughs> yeah. next time uh, that you uh, grab Rob and have a bit of a chat before you start interviewing, maybe you have the plan that it's no long talk and that you sort of get straight into the, into the meat of it. Well, you've you've always got to be kind of friendly and kind of a bit of uh, you know friendly uh, chat and um, conversation. Uh, that's how you get get people to cop to be cooperative with you and kind o- of open up to o- you. Open up, fair enough. Yes, yes. In terms of people open up to you, we've got another listener confirmed. Yeah, I mean, kind of actually, I, I think you think you may have mentioned him before, but but yeah, on, on kind of Friday night, we'll, we'll start there, I guess, uh, the London Lions home game a little mm. bit. Um, a guy called Pete. So, hello. Pete. Hello. Yeah, he kind of said hello and he said he, he wants to kind of come go public and say he was our third confirmed listener. So go. so he was happy for, for him to go public in, in that, you know. So we That's a brave thing to do. It is a brave thing to do, um to to be an acknowledged listener of a long for the ride podcast. It won't be long before we'll be able to invest in some pin badges or something. Yeah, pin yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um so we've got a, a third confirmed lesser listener hello pete so i thought i'd just give him a shout out absolutely why not you've already mentioned that you, you spoke with pete uh, on friday night friday night we hosted the london lions um we know the result being 
102 to 95 in favour of the Lions. Um, but before we break the game down, you did have that f- aforementioned conversation with Coach Rob. You speak about the Lions, speak about Cheshire, and receive some travel advice. So, Rob, um, tough weekend we just got through, um, two losses. Um, at home against the Lions and on the road against Cheshire Phoenix. First thing I'd, I'd kind of say, it's kind of a weird kind of thing that cropped up, really. The opposition scored, well, the scores were almost identical. Uh, both um, Lions and Cheshire scored 102, uh, and on the night, we scored one night 95, 96. Oh, that was just an odd anomaly, kind of, a, and I wish I had some money on that. Um, so, tough losses, but, um, well, I mean, I know doesn't speak well for competitor that you are and players but great entertainment but what was your assessment of the two games start with London Lions yeah with London um, you know obviously it's a big challenge to play them everybody knows that and you know they're so smart and so strong and you know they have they have it all as a basketball team uh, I thought we competed I really did I thought that was one of our best competitive nights of the season and I think you know outside of Newcastle you know, I know Plymouth had beat them. You know, they were pretty down there. But outside of Newcastle, when they had that roster, I think you know we really, really brought it to them. And I think it was a it was a game that was back and forth. I thought there were some key moments in the game. You know, I thought the third quarter, the end of the third quarter was huge. I thought there was a foul called underneath the basket with one second left that I <clears throat> I would like to have that one back. And and then you know uh, they make one free throw missed the second and put it in. I thought that was pretty deflating, but, you know, there was a lot of positives in that game. Uh, I thought that, uh, you know, our offense was really tough. We played with a lot of heart and energy, and I thought the crowd really lifted us in that game. I think that was, you know, the best game of the season for the crowd. Obviously, the amount of people that were in there was great, but just the overall energy in the building really spurred us on. So we came up short, and that's disappointing, but I really liked the, um, the effort, and I liked the commitment that we had in the game. Absolutely. I mean, again, a, a commonality with both games, really. Um, business end of, of of the games. Like the Lions, we were down by four with about 66 seconds to go. So we're right where we wanted to be. It's just that closing out in the last minute or so. Yeah, and I think that's where, you know, uh, in order to, to win these close games, we, we have to, you know, get better. Um, I thought that... Um, you know, uh, as the season's gone on, we're executing a lot better, but we just, you know, we just came up short there. And I think that, you know, it's definitely something to learn learn from. We play them again coming soon, but, you know, um, the good thing for me though is that, um, you know, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of teams play them this season, and you know, almost look defeated before before it starts. Maybe playing different lineups and maybe resting guys, and you know, that wasn't going to be us in that game at home. You know, that was the challenge to the team was to. You know, bring it. You know, I know they're good. I know they're tough, but bring it. We brought it. So, you know, we got to make plays on a stretch a little bit better to, to, to maybe get the W. But, um, like I said, the overall feeling from the staff after the game was we really brought it to them. And, uh, you know, maybe the next time it'll go a different way. I mean, one player, just to signal out from my, my perspective, over both games, I guess, was Caleb. Uh, against London Lions, 69 rebounds, three blocks, um, and also really good on the Sunday as well. How, how good a weekend did he have individually? Yeah, really good weekend. A lot of energy from him. Um, you know, he's playing with energy and passion. Um, I think he, you know, plays the game the right way a lot of times on both ends. Uh, so, yeah, I'm... I think he's improving every week. He's a real uh, dynamo for for us out there. Obviously, he can shoot the ball from deep, but 
you know, play makes as well. And, you know, defensively, when you look at perimeter defense on our team, he's one of our better perimeter defenders. So yeah, he's certainly coming to his own. And, you know, he's one of those guys that you know, always talk about it all the time that if you're going to the park and, you know, you, you really need to, to, to win to stay on the court. You know, it's hard to stay on the court. And, you know, he's a guy you want to put in the car because, um, you know, that effort and energy and enthusiasm goes a long way. Absolutely. Also, just to ask you about, um, I think, kind of uh, on Friday and on Sunday, not really seen it in your history a lot. You're going to tell me different in terms of a Paternostro coach team playing quite a lot of zone this season, Rob. Comments? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think early on in my career, we did a lot of it. I think um, the first few years with Missouri and, and Swanson there in the back, we did it a lot. Um, the game has changed a lot now, so, you know, it's tough to give up these threes, but you know, I think with a team like London, um, just disrupting the rhythm of the game, I think that's what we did, and I thought it, I thought it worked out for us pretty, pretty well. Obviously, Sunday too, as well. You know, I thought uh, sometimes when you know you play against a team that's in a rhythm offensively, you got to find ways to break that rhythm. So, you know, we're trying to find different ways uh, to defend, and um, yeah, that's one of them. We'll see going forward. You know, we have that in our bag. We're working on other ways, but. Uh, I, I think over the last few years, not as not as much. I think last year a little bit at times, but um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, you got to do everything you can. So we go up to Cheshire um, on on Sunday, and again, similar score line, just come up a little bit short. Got to feel like I've got to ask you about the opening of of that game. And again, I, I can't recall. Tell me if, I, if I'm. My memory's a bit dodgy. Um, you st- we start the game, and then after a few minutes, you go five on, five off, which I can't recollect you doing previously. Do you want to speak to that at all, Rob? Yeah, no, I don't know how many times I've done that in a career. Obviously, there's so many games, you know, you forget. But, um, uh, yeah, I just felt like, you know, uh, we have had a lot of times a season where, you know, you look at the first five minutes or so, and it just doesn't seem to be clicking the right way. Um and, you know, when you look at our bench, we do have uh, the veteran group on that bench that, um, you know, knows uh, what it takes and um, has themselves ready to go. And, you know, I think that's one of our strengths as a team to, to have that. So, you know, we've talked about using it a little more. And, again, I thought they came in and, you know, rescued us out of that trouble and got us where we needed to go. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, when you look at that team, that five, they play together in practice a lot too. So, you know, they're comfortable with each other and, you know, having TJ back in that group is good. And so, yeah, um, you know, you, the second game of the doubleheader uh, on the road against a team that hasn't played, this is the third time we've done that now. We did that with Manchester. We did that with um, Caldonia. Uh, and now we go to Cheshire, so it's a real challenge. And um, but you know, when you look at that game, I'm sure you ask me more questions. Um, we put ourselves in position to win that game. Uh, you know, we definitely put ourselves in a position, and you know, unfortunately for us, we couldn't get it done. Yeah, just looking at the play-by-play, we're 41 seconds to go. It's a two-point game, so again, right in it, right at the business end. Again, just shout-outs from some of our bench. Sam with 18 points, Kimber with 16. But Caleb, again, 23 points, five from eight, three-point line. Yeah, uh, I thought he played really well. I thought um, you know, we found him in really good spots, um, and he made things happen. And again, you know, we come down to the end of the game, and we just couldn't get over the line. I think, though, there were times uh, in the first half and in the second half where we had like a seven-point lead or so, and, you know, we just couldn't take it up the next level, and turnovers hurt us. When you look at our losses this year, the common theme is points off turnovers and second-chance points, and I think 
Cheshire had 23 offensive rebounds in the game. And man, is that uh, going to be hard to beat a team at home like that when, when you're giving so many of those up. And at key moments, we turned it over, couldn't get the rebound. You know, I think we did a good job of covering whatever they ran. I thought we were on whatever they ran. You know, first game, we didn't really know what they were running, so we were a little bit. But this this game, we came back and did that. But it's just those 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 plays, those effort plays in, in the right spots and decision-making that, um, uh, you know, that let us down in the end. Absolutely, because you look at the Cheshire stats, I think we were kind of on the right side of all the shooting stats. I think all the shooting stats, so it comes probably down to volume and kind of rebounds, turnovers, as, as you've said. Yeah, and, and I thought when I watched the game back, I thought offensively, you know, we opened them up. We got any look we wanted, you know. Uh, I really I really love what we were doing there, and I thought defensively a lot of times we were covering their, their initial looks, um, but then we couldn't get the ball. And I think... Also, the turnovers, uh, you know, it's hard to play defense when you turn the ball over half court. You know, we did that a few times with them, and I thought that, um, you know, that's that's a real problem. And like I said, I think when you look back at the games where we've lost, that's been, that's been the Achilles heel for us. So that's weekend in the book. So we're looking forward to Friday again on the road. Um, first time we're going to be visiting Sheffield and their new facility. Yeah. And of course, it's Jabril to see again, which is yeah. always nice to yeah. see. Um, your assessment of, of going up there Friday. Obviously, you're leaving very early. Yeah. <laughs> I go the back way, though. Um, I, go, I don't go that M1 right away. I go the back way. So for anyone that goes up there, and this is a Phil Gledel. This is Philly Gledel. Um, who I still talk to all the time. Yeah. He showed me that back way up the A46. Go that way. You don't have to deal with that M1. You go around. So it's a nice scenic drive. So it's not too bad. Uh, but I'm looking forward to going up there. You know, I've been in this league a long time, uh, you know, as a player and as a coach. And it's the same people up there in Sheffield. So I've seen, you know, them for years. And I'm happy that they have that uh, facility. It looks really nice. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm happy for Atiba. He's a good friend of mine. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to playing up there. should be a really nice environment. And, yeah, you mentioned Jabril. You know, Jabril was a great player for us for the two years. So uh, just like when we went to Caledonia, it was awesome to see Pat. Um, and it'll be awesome to catch up with him as well. Hopefully with the new arena, that the floor's not as slippy as it traditionally has been, Rob. Yeah, I mean, Pond Sports uh, was... Uh, an ice skating rink up there. Um, no, it should be pretty good. It should be a new floor. It should be good. And all reports from people that have played up there, they've enjoyed the atmosphere. And, yeah, uh, that's what it's about. You know, when you're in this game, you, you want to go to places that have great atmospheres, nice facilities, and uh, Friday night, you know, should be in one of those. Absolutely. So we'll be travelling up there with you, Rob, shouting you on. And best of luck. And thank you for your comments again. Yeah, thanks to the fans again. I think um, Sunday was cool. You know, we're in that place where there was probably 500 kids screaming at Cheshire. It's, you get the most headache from up there when you, when you leave the game. Your head's pounding. But I love our way, our fans. They were really loud. And, you know, they really were spurring us on in moments. And, um, yeah, we do have such nice fan support on the road. So hopefully we'll see a lot of them up there Friday. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. So yeah, um, obviously um, we know Coach Rob is a big Frank Sinatra fan. He is. He is. We've, uh, you know, occasionally sings a little bit if you catch him in the right mood. Um, and I think obviously Frank Sinatra, he famous, went my way. 
He did? Yeah, Coach Rob goes the back way. He does, yeah. There you go. So we've got our own little Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yes, yes, I go the back way. So so you get it all, don't you, on here? And, and yeah. via Coach Rob. So giving out travel advice for Friday nights. Um, I suppose it's our shortest trip away mm. on the road up at Sheffield. And it's just that it's a Friday afternoon or a Friday evening otherwise. I mean, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll travel in reasonably good numbers. But I realise it is a challenge for people who might work. Because that Friday night is a nightmare on the motorway as we know but go the back way go the back way um and a brand new venue potentially for riders fans but i've already been i know i've already checked it out a few weeks ago yeah yeah Yeah. go on give us a give us a trust pilot review went with our under 12s um well it's new um i think the entrance was quite nice can you get can you get can you get a nice chip butter and a cup of tea I think you can definitely get a cup of tea. I'm not sure about okay. the chip butter. Okay. But maybe it wasn't in full services yes. when we were there. Maybe not. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. I think it's best that everyone finds it for themselves. You don't want to spoil it for everyone. This is true. Um, yeah, but what yeah, I will yeah. say is there is a basketball court there. Good. A couple of hoops. That's that's useful to have. There you go. So yeah. anything more, I'll let you discover for yourself on okay. Friday. I'm looking forward to it. You know, shiny new arena. Looking forward to, the, to going up there. Yeah. Um, and I guess you know reflecting back a little bit about the London game let's go back we know it was a difficult game Um, I think it's fair to say that we tried our best absolutely Um, no drop in effort at all Uh uh-huh Definitely, um, definitely. And as Rob said, I think he used the phrase exactly, we competed. And I absolutely echo that statement. No no question of that, in my mind. Yes. In terms of, I think we were speculating last week, because obviously they just lost or dropped that game to Plymouth. And we were having some discussion last week um, about would they bring a full-strength squad or would they rest players again? So we had that discussion last week. And I think mm-hmm. I went with the view, the opinion that um, they would play everybody who was available yeah. to them. Uh, I think I, you went, I disputed that slightly. Yes. And I think the truth is, I kind of, uh, I think we agree on this, that they did rest one player. Yeah, I think it was one player rested and a couple of injured. Yes. They announced the new guy not long before tip-off and he didn't play. Right, no. Yes, yes, yes. So I think, I think it was just Tariq uh, didn't play. Yeah. Um, I think he was the only player uh, that they rested who... I think could have played if 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 they wanted to do that. Yeah, that was, um, I think they made the decision to shut him down after uh, um, after the trip to Barcelona in the yes, week. Yes, um, yes, yes. Um, but interestingly, um, and I think in relation to some of my observations from that defeat against um, mm. Plymouth that they suffered, they played two point guards. Yes, um, Taylor and Nelson. Uh, you know how much love I've got for Taylor. I think he's, he's still top draw, arguably the best point guard in the league. Um, so, so to me, that was significantly that those two was available and both played pretty well. Um, and um, so that that frees up Minnie Morgan. Yeah, I think Jordan Thompson just gives you that. Um, sorry, not Jordan Thompson. Yeah, who's he? Uh, Jordan Taylor. They've signed another player. Another player. Yeah, I've just made one up. <laughs> um, Jordan Taylor just gives you that extra control. Um, he's able to run the game, keeps everything flowing nicely. Um, and it just allows Matt Morgan or Minnie Morgan to sort of elevate his game a little bit. Um, although I have to say, I think Caleb did a fantastic job on him. I don't think I've seen anyone defend him better so far this season. Yeah, we gave a shout out. Uh, Caleb had a great weekend, not just London. We, we, 
way was excellent, but also again up at the road on Cheshire on the Sunday. I mean, just just look at that stat line for for Friday night against mm-hmm. London. Um, I'm, I think I'm reading this right. Sixteen points, yeah, nine rebounds, four assists, three blocks, three steals. Yeah, doing that, it. That's not a shabby no, stat line, is it? Doing it all across the board. And I think in a game where you need to compete. I think he's a guy that will just get down and compete. He's quite, I think you've already seen, he's quite gritty, he's quite driven. And, and when it's a battle, I think he's someone that will come to the fore and, and did come to the fore. And I also thought he played pretty well on Sunday as well. Um, he definitely did. I mean, <coughs> kind of up there, he was, he was 23 points. Um, five from eight three-pointers, so that's 62% shooting from the three-ball line, 62%. That's, that's, that's very impressive as well. And I've, I've, it doesn't quite rhyme this, but I, I, kind of, that's, I kind of begin to think of him as a shooter-disruptor. A shooter-disruptor. Shooter, obviously. Yeah. Um, that's his first game that we've seen him shoot the three-ball so well. But in terms of getting in the kind of laying defensively, disrupting things, mm. etc. So I've got him now, I'm calling him the shooter disruptor. Shooter disruptor, there you go. Doesn't he, quite rhyme, but no, it works he, for me. He's really active, he's non-stop, he's always working um, yes. to, 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 at both ends of the floor, he's, he's high energy, he's high activity. I think we saw, when you spoke to Myron, that sort of came through a little bit about him, and I think, I think it's true also about Caleb, and I'm sure it'll come through when you, when you, we do eventually pin him down. Yes. It was a bit too fast for you today. Yeah. Um, but it was um, not just a one-game weekend. We were away from home on Sunday. Yes. We travelled up to Cheshire. Yes, um, we did. Slightly later tip time than we were expecting, um, I think courtesy of the, the new television broadcast. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So it made for, for, for another late night, but another enjoyable game, another game in which we competed. Yeah, I know, I know you know, and I, th- you know, I said this um, in the question towards Coach Rob, uh, as coaches and players it's all about really it's about wins and losses and I get that I understand that completely uh, but perhaps for the, the fan in the stand or on the bleacher um, yes we want to win there's no question but entertainment's part of the business yeah. uh, and both games were highly entertaining and again I kind of hinted at we were with you know within striking distance both games Friday yeah. Sunday with very little time just not able to get over over the the, the hurdle if you like to think of it in that way yeah. and, and 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 Rob spoke about you know the use of the zone um, um, and now he's deploying that um, as a as a I've used the word already a disruption type yeah. defense getting uh, the opposition different looks which I think is important in today's game um, to let them look at different things and try to work out different puzzles that you set them as, as the opposition coach so it was good to hear him talk about that a little bit yeah and um, I think obviously we've had two losses there and I guess I'm upset that we've lost but what I'm not upset is with the application or um, the energy from the team and they were enjoyable games to watch. So you really enjoy those from that side of things. And I think, you know, we'll be looking, and I'm sure expecting a big bounce back um, from, from Rob and the guys on Friday night up in Sheffield. But um, it was a fantastic to be there. Quite a good traveling away support. Yeah, we had, we had a, a really nice, I'd like to think that is just to do with basketball, but I kind of sometimes think it's to do with a shopping designer outlet that's right next door. I think it helps. 
Although we didn't actually make use this time. I know, it. we usually do, we but usually we, we do. didn't on this occasion. No, but, yeah, but, we, uh, we were there for the basketball this yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I think actually, you're thinking about your planning arena, I, th- I guess one of the things is to try and locate it next to an outdoor shopping designer outlet store. Well, I mean... It pulls Ch- in the crowds. Cheshire have got the designer outlet. We've got um, St Margaret's Bus Station. We've got... Parkers, the parts people, right yes, next door. That's you true. need car parts and a basketball game. I don't think anyone else can supply that. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So, um, so just a couple of things about the the, the Sunday game. Have we finished talking about lines? I think we have. Yeah. The, the, the Sunday game. I mean, shout out to how good our bench was. Absolutely fantastic. So I, I asked Rob about our slow start and he, you know, kind of the five on five off, and our bench were fantastic. We, although Caleb's a starter and how well he did. I mean, again, just to reiterate, shout out to Sam eighteen, Kimball sixteen. Uh, Mo played big minutes. I thought defensively was excellent. Yeah. I did we spot. Um, it's up for dispute. Did we spot some new trainers? Mo, Mo Walker, they new spa- trainers. They look sparkly clean, didn't they? Look they look very... I've not seen them before. Uh, not that I'm a, a great kicks man, but but you are. And they did look very shiny white, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yes, yeah. Very nice yeah. looking, brand new looking pair of Jordans. Yeah, and, 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 and I think Mo played particularly well. And uh, I think he got a lots of blocks, actually, or defensive stops. So he's... Yeah. Shout out to Mo, I think. I think what he was really good at is just making that defensive stand. Obviously, he's an experienced pro, uh, played lots of years professional basketball. And I think rather than necessarily going for the block, he was able to sort of, to use an NBA phrase, build the wall build the wall and he was able just to sort of stop them getting the shot off or making it very difficult to get the shot over him and actually making them miss and then getting the ball is, is really important obviously a couple of things you know we, we spoke about and you touched on briefly with Rob is is when you look at the stats it feels like we, we were the well we were the better shooting team um I think we we have a higher percentage in field goals two points three points feet free throws and uh, it was almost just the volume of shots um for example, um, Cheshire shot nearly uh, 20 more field goals than us. Yes. And they shot nearly double the amount of free throws that yes. we did. Yes. Um, and obviously rebounding, they quite heavily out-rebounders. We had six more turnovers than them did. So the second chance points, they beat us by 11. And points yeah. from turnovers, they beat us by 12. And in a close game, I think they, they've been pivotal. Uh, but we know that Rob will have analysed that and they'll be working on that sort of every day, really. Definitely. I nearly said absolutely then, but I stopped myself. So I said wow, definitely. I think, I, think we're, I think we're up to three or four so far, okay, including okay. the interview. Okay, yes. Not that I'm keeping track. No. But um, so that's the game. Um, again, both both games, um, both Friday, Sunday, both highly entertaining. Loved yeah. them both, just, just kind of on the wrong side of the result. Yeah. Um, I guess one thing that Rob, on. Rob, Rob mentioned about finding different ways to defend, I didn't realise quite what the Quincy Rideau was like from the foul line until the end of the game. I didn't realise. Um, and I, I, I've, He missed, what, six or seven in a row, or six or seven out of eight, something like that, um, right at the end of the game. So much so, I was thinking, I've never seen a guard shoot free throws quite as bad as that. So I checked the stats when I got home. Um, so on the season, yes. he's 32.5% from the free throw line as wow. a starting guard. God, yeah, wow. So that's 13 off 40. And I kind of feel like different ways to defend the old DeAndre Jordan technique in the NBA. If Cheshire are on a run, do you not just foul him and send him to the free throw line? Okay, so it's Because then they can't shoot the ball. I mean, does Hacker Rideau... Hacker Rideau. Hacker Rideau. 
Yeah. You it's not Hacker Shack, is it? No, it's not quite got the same, same. ring to it. No, but if but, that's, but, like, yeah. as we saw in mm, the game, yeah. first five offences for Cheshire all resulted in three... I know one was a three-point play, but um, all resulted in three points per trip. Yes. And actually... Yes. If maybe is Fallon Riddle a, a way of slowing that team down when they get up to full juggernaut? Maybe. I think you're right. It's it's unusual for, for kind of especially, you know, ball ball handlers, point guards, guards generally mm. sh- generally are pretty decent from the line, aren't they? It's kind yeah. of, it tends to be a thing and we've seen it with, with my mate from Milwaukee, Anist Kumpo. But your, kind of ten, your mate. My mate, uh, in my imagination. Mm. Um the bigger the guys get, the kind of free throws tend to get a little bit more yeah, the mechanics tend uncertain. to be a little bit harder as well. Yes, yes, that's I think, true. I think Dirk Nowitzki had spoken about how when he got older it felt like he was almost shooting free throws with a tennis ball because the ball in relation to his yes, size yes. compared to when he was younger. Yes. And he always used to have that technique where he used to sort of almost bow his legs to make himself shorter on the foul line. Right, okay. Um, um, right. But anyway, um, yes. obviously, congratulations to Cheshire and London. But we move on, and um, yes, yeah. we do. There was a couple of interesting things on uh, at the Cheshire game. Yeah, so uh, a number of things we kind of spotted, and we kind of well, actually, you know, we go up there. We know um, a number of supporters from the Cheshire Phoenix. Uh, we've known them now for for many years, and we really like mm. to chew the frat with them pre-game post-game really nice people they've got a great supporting group up there the Cheshire Phoenix yeah. and actually I was kind of tipped the wink uh, by by um, by one of the supporters that there was it was the um, it was the first time um, or the um, the inaugural kind of light show that was using for the player kind of introduction the phoenix illumination yeah the phoenix illumination so it was it was making its debut mm, debut. Making its debut um so um so he kind of it was mark from cheshire um it was kind of building up our expectations this is gonna, this sounds as though it's going to be impressive yeah we were. Uh, anyway so we sat there mm. uh, and the light show came on uh, and if i'm honest so should i be honest I think you have to. Be. I think it was a little bit underwhelming. It was a bit monochrome. Yeah, yes, it was a. That's a good word. That, that's the right word. And it was a, so. Yeah, a little bit underwhelming. Um, good effort though. Good effort. Yeah. You know, I uh, enjoyed the little what, what looked like fire, but presumably yes, can't be fire. Fire, no, because otherwise the floor would have been on fire. It would. But I mean, I'm I just thinking if it's a toss up. I mean, that part of the world if it's a toss up between Cheshire illuminations mm. and blackpool illuminations yeah i'd have to recommend blackpool illuminations generally yeah if yes you, if you're going purely for lighting bait reasons yes we're saying blackpool over the phoenix illumination yes 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 so um good job we went for the basketball it, it is yeah definitely yeah well 100 um but anyway the other uh, thing yeah go on couple, sorry a couple of other things um just to give a, a quick shout out mm. um i was concerned during the game I kind yeah. of sat there on the bleachers, yeah. trying to concentrate on the game. And I noticed, um, I noticed our medical team, a member yeah. of our medical team, Ben. Ben. Ben, shout out to Ben. Does a great job. Yeah. Cutsman, you know, yeah. for boxing. F- future Cutsman. Future Cutsman, you know, if basketball doesn't doesn't pan out. He was actually treating one of our supporters uh, yeah. with, with an injury during the game. So, um, yeah. Linda of the Drum. Linda off the drum. Um, I'd got an injury uh, mm. during the game, so Ben quickly rushed across and was treating her. Yeah, and I was worried um, that could it be an injury season ending injury that she'd got. Yeah, uh, I phrased that wrong, didn't I? Ending, ending season, season, season ending. ending. Yeah, I'll get there in a minute. Uh, and I was worried that, about that, but when I spoke to her at the end, she reassured me, reassured me that she'll be back drumming 
pretty soon, probably yeah. Friday. Yeah, I think speaking to the medical team, I think it's a day-to-day situation. Yes. Under constant review. Yeah. I, mean, I think the initial injury took place in the Newcastle game, I yes. believe. And I think I think it's quite a technical um, health issue. Mm. I think you refer to them, um, I think I've heard of them, blisters. Okay. I think it's a finger blister. A finger blister. Yeah, but they, yeah, as we know, you know, them and paper cups and... Paper pa- cups? Pa- pa- paper cuts and man flu are serious injuries stroke illnesses yeah and paper cups are something you drink from absolutely yeah, there you go there's an absolutely there and i'll give you another one yeah. uh, uh, so so linda i'm sure she'll be all right for friday um she's a warrior yeah um, and there was a familiar face in the there crowd. was I mean, I mean he tried to be a bit inconspicuous yeah he came in with the hat kind of over his head but yeah. it, but, but um <coughs> he sat right next to it well, did. no not right behind us yes uh and a shout out to evan walsh so Walsh, it was good to see him. Yeah, good to see Walsh. I had a bit of a chat with him about um, life at Manchester Giants and their forthcoming fixtures. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to see Evan there. Um, I'd like to think that he sat with us. Yeah. So I, I'd like to think he was supporting us. I think it's the only reasonable yeah. suggestion yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, lots yeah, of places yeah. to sit and he chose yes. to sit with the Leicester fans. So there you go. He's still a, may, Maybe we're making you know nothing into something, but... I think he's a. I think it's fair to say Evan Walsh is a Riders fan. Of course he is. Of course he is. So um, I think um, that's all about. All, all from the northwest. All from the northwest. You're listening to the Along for the Ride Basketball Podcast with your hosts Greg and Mark. A4R is the only slam dunking podcast where you can keep up to date with all the latest basketball news, views and opinions alongside exclusive coaches and player interviews straight from the hardwood. All regarding your high-flying club, the Leicester Riders. And yeah, so over the course of the weekend... Yeah, we, we, we had a bit of a rumour. Yeah, a big rumour. A big rumour. Well, actually, I'm not sure big's a good enough word. Okay, go I might, on. I might say it's a giant rumour. A giant rumour? Yeah, a giant's rumour. Okay, tell me more, Greg. Yeah. You've got my, my... I'm intrigued, is the word. Intrigued? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that's the word. So it's Absolutely. a giant rumour. So obviously you're referring to, and it's been publicly known, Manchester Giants... Um, as a franchise or a team, it's been up for sale for a while. I think. I think, yes. I think that's well known. And we heard over the weekend. Uh, ble- it came from the bleachers. The bleachers. Yeah. So we can't. We can't. Bleacher get- talk. Bleach. Bleacher talk, which, as we know, is often a bit of nonsense. Of course, it is. Uh, but we had a um, a rumor around who may have purchased the giants, or maybe in the process of purchasing giants. That's a better way. I don't of putting think it. it's done yet. Yes, um, but if the rumors are true, it's going to be massive. Seriously? Yeah, very big. I think. You, I think we'll, we'll actually get some uh, national media press coverage seriously i know zach I, I can't believe it either that that'd be great if we got some national press <laughs> yeah. coverage out of that so we can't say anymore no i think i think obviously they're looking to buy the team so they've probably got deep pockets based yes. on what we've said but yes um yeah keep eyes peeled for that one if you think of being coy um just listen back to the podcast yes um is it littered with some references there's a few clues yeah there's a few what's the um what's the phrase for that um where things are hidden and um 
Ah, oh, there's a there's a phrase for it. I can't remember. It'll come to me at some point. But um, yes, so uh, we we kind of watch and wait and listen to whether that deal gets across the line. Mm. So which which leads us back to I believe. And this week's Kimball question is. Well, we don't start with this week's. No, we need to start with last week's. Yes. So, um, have we had any feedback from? I guess we know BFG's playing the yeah. the riders. He's fight. an active player. Yeah, he's not, I'm not sure anybody else is. Although, although I do get from you know Chris get, of Stonygate. Yeah, Chris of the Stonygate. Yeah, uh, and other people do listen and kind of you know come up with some answers. Um, so we had we had two questions last week. I think I think what we didn't do was say how many points was available on, on the two questions. But the first one um, was, Mar- well, the person who asked the question was Myron mm. Thomas. And the first one was who was the head coach at Kent State between yeah, former writer, yeah. 2008 and 11. And we gave the answer, which was... Gino Ford. Gino Ford. Mr. Basketball, I think was his title. At when one he was point. at Ohio, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so he, um, so he, we gave that answer. Um, we didn't award points. No, I mean, that, I think mildly challenging. I think Go a on. two-pointer. A two-pointer. Oh, you're generous. Okay, so that's the point. And then, and then the, the, the second question was about who, for Kent State, is their leading three-point uh, maker. Uh, mm. for that college and it's actually in their Hall of Fame for Kent State yeah. we didn't give the answer to that but the answer as we now both know is Nate Reinking Nate, Nate Reinking yeah. yeah who played for us who was the head coach Bob Donwald Bob Donwald uh, whatever year that was yeah I mean he actually had dinner in this house a few times a few times he did yeah, uh, yeah we kind of I think I played him. Mega Drive with him once in this room did you yeah okay yeah so so um, so not the famous Nate Rankin who had a great career uh, currently I think he's on a G League team Greg he's on the, I think he was coaching G League obviously re- recently was, was the GB head coach yes. that led to Eurobasket yes um, so yeah, um, Nate Reinking, yeah, so fantastic how, shooter. How many points for that? That was think? more difficult. So it needs to be a higher echelon of points. Well, you gave the last one too, so it'd have to be a three. Then is that there, right? There you go. Blimey, you're you're kind of could pushing have, the could envelope. Have five points. You are, you are, Although I'm not sure I know anyone that's got both. Okay, BFG was got the first one. Did he? He didn't know the second one. Okay, so which I suppose so that was last week's stuff. So, um, and this week's Kimball question is: So we've we've come up with some questions for this week, yeah. and uh, did we say we we're going to roll them over to next week? The answers, the answers, I believe. Yes. yes. So you're not yes. Gonna, well, you get a question this week, but no answer. Okay. So so because um, I normally like to get a player to ask this, because I was incompetent and and kind of didn't get to speak to players. I, I kind of I guess I guess it's for me to ask. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, you know, we're always trying to link it to mm. kind of what's around, fixtures rise, who we're playing or whatever. So anyway, so this week's um, Kimball question. So we, as we know, we travel up to, to face Sheffield Sharks on Friday night. Um, and um, Leicester Riders won their first BBL Championship playoff final in May 2001. Yeah, very first one. I remember it. Yeah, we were both there, weren't we? Mm. 2001. Anyway, this is a two-pointer, Greg. For one point, can you name the head coach of that Sheffield Sharks defeated team? And I guess a clue to that is they're a current NBA coach. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. So there we are, beating NBA coaches. Yes, back back even back then. Even back then. Yeah. So who was the head coach coach of the Sheffield Sharks? Um, and for a further, for an additional 
kind of bring it back to Leicester Riders. Yeah. That playoff final in 2001, who, who led the Riders in, in, in point scoring? Okay. I could give a massive clue, but I'm not yes, going to. No. So two points available there. I think both, you know, Gettable. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure if memory serves, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Talking about NBA, I'm pretty sure NBA sort of assistant coach Fab Flournoy was one of the players on that Sheffield roster that day. I think you might be right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd have to yes. double check, but I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. he was. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will tell us whether you've got that right. Well, I'm so. sure if we've got it wrong, someone yeah. will tell us sooner yes, rather than yes, later. Yes, yes, yeah. So that's that's this week's Kimball question. Two points available, one point for each answer. Yeah. Because it's not too difficult, we don't think. Nah, I think there's a, a couple of gimmies. Um, obviously, we travel up to Sheffield, as we mentioned, on Friday, and you're a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit nervous, yeah, because a stat that worries me, actually. Uh, I, d- I didn't say it to Rob, but... This season, uh, we're 0-2 against former or last season's Leicester Riders players. So we've lost to Evan Walsh and we've lost to um, Pat Whelan. Yes. So we're 0-2 against last season's um, former Leicester Riders players. So I'm just nervous because we're playing Sheffield, which means Jubil... Um, Adekoya. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just a bit nervous for that reason. I don't want to go in three against last season's team. Nah, it won't be fair. It's only right that we win, isn't it? Let's yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we're travelling up. I know York works, so you're not able to get there, but we'll be going nice and early. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure whether going the M way or the, the back, back way. way. Yeah. We'll yeah. Go, well, you can either go the back way or the front way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, assume, I assume that's what the M1 would be referred yeah. to in this situation. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, M1. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's, that's almost like a lie philosophy there in terms of you're faced with a series of choices in life yeah do you go through the front door or the back door i mean do you know what i mean uh the front way or the back way uh, that's 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 one of life's big questions i guess indeed um and i guess there's pros and cons to both uh, yes. but obviously uh we do travel up to sheffield on friday i can't be there but it'd be great to have as many of you there as possible obviously our next home game is on the 25th as we host the Manchester Giants, so make sure you get your tickets for that at riders.basketball. Keep it locked into everything Riders on the socials at Riders B-Ball, and we'll be back. But that is all for this week on Along for the Ride.